0: Welcome to the Untold Secrets of Mortgage Leaders. I'm Richard Greaser, VP of Marketing at Sales Boomerang, and my guest is Jack Sudarth, President at Equity Wave Lending. In case you didn't know who we are at Sales Boomerang, living under, maybe you've been living under a rock since 2017, Sales Boomerang notifies lenders the moment one of their borrowers needs a loan. The foundation of every successful lender is borrower retention. Sales Boomerang is the number one fully automated borrower retention system in the industry. One and in two of the biggest lending companies in the U.S. are using Sales Boomerang to make sure they reach out to their borrowers when they need a loan. Do you want to know when your borrower needs a loan, often before they do? That's what we do. So. If you want to learn more about Sales Boomerang, check us out at salesboomerang.com and reach out. Send me a note, if you like, on, uh, on LinkedIn or whatever social media channel you like. Send it to my email, richard.g at salesboomerang.com. Happy to talk to you. Um, Jack, great to have you on. Let's get into
1: this. Thank you, Richard. Pleasure to be on.
0: Cool. So um, why don't we just start off here? Um, you're coming at this as probably a very different perspective than a lot of the folks that I talk to on the show and so, um, I'd love it if we could just start off with you just saying a few words about your background and a little bit about um, what you do. You know, some are, some people in our audience aren't as familiar with your side of the business, so
1: just let, maybe we just start off at a very high level. Sure, sure. Um, I, I graduated from SC years ago. Uh, I've been about thirty years in the real estate industry, um, primarily in the mortgage industry. And uh, initially, I had uh, gotten into hard money. Uh, That led me into the subprime market. Um, I was in the subprime market for many years with the largest subprime lender and um, maintained the number one spot nationwide for almost two decades. Um, And that all came to an end in 2007, 2008. I was working for a a large company, a bank, and uh, had to uh, reinvent myself and got back into the private money industry.
0: That's cool. Well, so hard money, private money, all of that. Like I said, um, not too many guests we've had on the show. So I think people are going to find that uh, very valuable, especially our broker uh, audience. And I think you'd probably like to speak to them too. So we'll get a chance to kind of speak to them and give whatever message you'd like th- them to hear uh, towards the end of the, uh, the show.
1: But uh, why don't we just start off? Um, where did Ride the Wave come from? Ride the wave was, uh, something, um, more or less I was thinking at the, at the bottom of the market, like because we have, uh, in the, in the real estate cycle waves. And I found in 2010, um, we were at the, the trough more or less. And I realized there was a giant wave of appreciation that was going to hit. So I came up with the name for the company, equity wave and, uh, coined the name ride the wave some because I wanted people to ride the equity wave, I, I, I realized uh, this is a private money was one of the industries that remained stable throughout the whole recession. Um, I worked for a major bank, and I thought I'd have a job forever. And sure enough, I was out on the street with no job. But hard money, uh, also known as private money, that that continued to to flourish. And uh, so, I, I wanted to. Come up with something that people could understand that was sustainable, and ride the wave was sort of a, a slogan I came up with with Equity Wave. Very cool,
0: very cool. Surfs up with that with that slogan, right? So, um, why don't we why don't we talk a little bit about um, what kind of like the, the, the breakdown of your business between residential, commercial, and multi use? Kind of put it into perspective for folks.
1: Sure. the The breakdown is primarily is residential. The majority of it's residential, and then the remainder is just a, a small mixture of commercial and uh, multi use.
0: I think a lot of our discussion today is going to is is going to kick off from how you got into this type of work, and I, and I know you when we were talking uh, before, you were telling me a lot about your history and how it led, uh, you know, it led you to where you are today. Do you mind giving giving a little bit more on that? I know you touched on it a little bit uh, working at the former bank, but um, I'm specifically talking about some of that history, you know, flipping, you did some, uh, you had you, you know rolled up your sleeves and you were flipping homes for a little while, as I
1: understand it. I did. I did. Uh, it, when everything blew up in 2008, I, I realized I had to reinvent myself. And so I went to the courthouse steps and I started buying properties to fix and flip. And back then it was pretty simple. There wasn't a lot of competition. Maybe there was about 15 people at the courthouse steps. And then, uh, and back then you could Basically, buy something at a pretty deep discount, uh, do minor renovation, and uh, that would be something simple like paint and carpet. Maybe fix the landscaping, and you could flip it to a first-time home buyer. Over time, though, over the la- the next twenty-four months, I found that pretty soon we had to do kitchen remodels, and and eventually the uh, the people that would show up at the courthouse steps to pick up inventory went from fifteen to thirty. Then it became a hundred and then one hundred and thirty, and you can kind of see how what happened and next thing I know I'm bidding for for uh, properties alongside of uh, realtors and end users that had planned to move into it, so we were paying prices that didn't offer the opportunity to fix and flip anymore, so at that point, I realized, okay, I really need to get back into the lending industry
0: yeah, that's great so um well, oh, yeah. you know, I hear a lot of stories when I talk to folks about uh, about fixing and flipping and how you get into it and how you actually acquire homes in the courthouse steps. And uh, it's not as simple. I remember I've, I personally have delved into it. It's not as simple as it seems. Right. There's a lot of nuance that you have to know, legally nuances that you have to know in terms of like red tape and uh, to, to do that. And, and the fact that it blew up that fast and you saw that happening and decided, OK, it's time to get out of here. Um, kudos to you for seeing that. Um, so how, let's, let's, let's switch gears. How competitive has that market gotten in the past 10 years? So is that essentially what you're saying, what you're saying right now is that it was the whole reason that you decided to get out.
1: I did. It just became I way too competitive. Yeah, it became very competitive and, uh, getting back into the mortgage industry was really my love. And I found that Um, there was a new product emerging, basically um, the business purpose loan. And I I realized that the one thing that I've always loved about the private money industry is that it's stable, it's sustainable. People are always going to need money. And the business purpose loan was just that. When people's business needs money, they can pull money out of their, their home, their rentals, and put it back into their business you can also uh, buy investment property. If that's, if that's really your business, you can pull money out of your primary or, or rental. And, and so that part of the business is always going to be there. From my own perspective, you know, working really hard over the years to, to build a career and having to reinvent yourself, at that point, my, my goal was to do something that I could count on for the rest of my life. That's why I really like the private money industry because I'm I'm helping people build their business and that was huge after the the big recession. Um, I have people that come to me and and they 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 find a property that they know they can fix and flip. They're buying under market, but they have to close in a week. And uh, so sometimes I might have somebody that needs a two million dollar loan in one week. I know the property, I know the equity. I know it's a great thing, and I can provide that money for them fast. We, we get realtors that call on us and they say, hey, um, this particular um, A-paper lender or, or non-QM lender wasn't able to, to close in time. Can you help us? I'm happy to jump in and do that for them. Absolutely. So that's one of the things that I really like about this business is, is how you can provide a value for people. And on the flip side, we sell to investors. And investors that uh, come to us, they the alternative is to be in the stock market, which let's take it for example, look at the stock market. Let's say you buy a stock and if it goes down 30%, you've lost that 30%. However, if you invest in a trust deed and your collateral goes down 30%, guess what? You could still walk away whole if you're at a 60% loan to value. So over time, in, in, investors have realized the the safety factor in investing in trustees versus the stock market, and so we've seen a lot of money shift into our segment. And uh, what that does, much like the bond market, uh, the more competitive it becomes, it pushes interest rates down. So um, it, it's it's been a great thing for our investors on on the on the back end as well as our borrowers on the front end.
0: That's awesome. So one of the questions I didn't ask you before, but I'm going to ask it now based on what you just said, I what I what I think is super important is how are what are the different messages and your different strategies for going after those kind of three groups? And if I missed one, let me know. But I've got three in, in my mind right now. One is uh, a realtor, a real estate realtors, like they you know they've got you in their rolodex to come at come to if a paper doesn't work out or any other reason. Um, and then you've got investors and brokers, right? So there's kind of a different strategy for e- and messaging for each of those. And I just want to know a little bit about, like, how it's, it sounds like you've got to have your own kind of almost marketing campaign out to each of those, right?
1: We do, we do. We've built our brand over the last a uh, little more than a decade, and um, I think honestly, what helped us through the the, the prior decades was. One thing specifically, it's say what you mean and mean what you say, and that is really what people want. They they don't want to be bait and switch. They want to be some, they want you to tell them something that's reliable. And when I say this is what it is, I might not be the cheapest on the street, but they can count on it. And that's really the big difference between us and our our, our competitors is. There might be somebody out there that comes along and offers something lower, but at the end of the day, is it real or is it just smoke and mirrors to to get them to switch? We we say what we mean, we mean what we say.
0: I love that, and I assume there's a lot in this industry like that.
1: That is smoke and mirrors. It's it's really disappointing, but yeah, it's very true. That's why realtors come to us all the time at the end of the escrow, and we're we're approaching a different type of market right now too. You know, where cash is king. And, and realtors sometimes don't want to deal with financing. So if a broker can can work with a borrower and say, hey, look, this is almost like an all cash offer, um, you may have to have a little bit higher interest rate, but our, our loans are short term. So it's not like you're married to this high interest rate for the next 30 years of your life. It's really accomplishing the goal. And that's what they need to remember. They're, they're selling benefit."
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And I think the reliability that you were touching on is so important in the home purchasing process both for the realtor and for the borrower, right? Certainty, knowing that I'm going to get this this transaction is going to go through. I mean, especially in California, the competition to buy a home is so fierce. That's why there's that giant appraisal gap happening in in half of the not half, but a huge percentage of the homes that are selling. You know, people are, the listing price is let's say $900,000 and it's going for a million right? That 100,000, the the appraisal gap there within the inspection is, is a, that's a huge difference that the borrower has now got to come up with, right? And so having, making sure that your financing is solid, right? And reliable is super important. So um, I think you're doing a great service for both the borrower and for the realtors.
1: Thank you. Thank you,
0: Richard. So, okay, let's, let me ask you a question for all the brokers out there. Like, first of all, why, why do most of the brokers come to you? Uh, What's different? You know, what's the pitch? Like, why why are they coming to you?
1: Well, they come to us because um, they know of our brand, Equity Wave Lending. We've been around. uh, Prior to that, we had a long-standing relationship with many of the brokers throughout, you know, the prior two decades in the subprime industry. So our name speaks for itself. Um, But um, I guess the pitch is um, we we have investor relationships. uh, We have experience. Our service levels are the top. Uh, we have some of the top producers in in the industry, you know, for for long term. So, I guess uh, it, it boils down to uh, they come to us for service, they come to us for reliability, and they know rates aren't everything. Rates are just a a, a, a temporary thing.
0: Yep, you're absolutely correct. Um, so we talked about your growth, and uh, you ha- I liked what you had to say. So um, why don't you just share real quick,
1: why why are you expecting to grow so much? Well, the reason why we're expecting to grow so much is because we went through a, a COVID storm, and uh, the government lowered their rates everywhere. And I think that shifted the focus of a lot of our wholesale business into doing the A paper refi boom. However, now that we're in a rising interest rate environment, uh most everybody that has refinanced has i mean or is going to refinance has so I think all that's really there in the future for that, and some people make it really mad at me for saying this, but I think a lot of it is purchase money and credit card debt consolidation that's really where it goes and and i uh, but let's look at the big picture The big picture is that. Equity is growing fast. However, people's incomes aren't growing as fast as the equity. And what that means is that a lot of people that have to qualify with their paycheck, they cannot qualify. So they have all this equity that's built up in their real estate, but they can't touch it because they can't qualify. Now, on the other hand, uh, with our business purpose loans, if they want to pull cash out and do a refi or stated income. So it, 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 it doesn't, it, it's not quite the, the rigamore as, as a paper with having to, uh, show every single thing. I mean, well, let's just face it. I did a refi recently and it was absolutely unbelievable. The amount of paperwork that was required. There's no possible way I could have got a loan in a week. So it's just, it, it, they keep asking for more and more things. It's like it never ends. As soon as you think you're ready for docs, nope, there's a whole nother slew of things coming and conditions coming. So um, I see it as we have a great future because the the, the rates have gone up and they probably are going to take another spike. We'll see. Um, however, our rates remain the same. So the delta between the two is is getting smaller and smaller. And if people can get their their job accomplished quickly, they're going to turn to the private money industry. Yep.
0: Yep. That makes sense. Um, so you had mentioned earlier that when when a paper doesn't work out, and I'm going off a little bit of on, on a tangent here, but I, I think it's interesting when uh when a paper doesn't work out, they come to you, right? Like real like a realtor, for example, right? will come to you, um. What are some of the other situations why people are coming to you? people will come to you often? And um,
1: is that are those opportunities growing in general? I think they are. I, I think, it, like I said, it, it's getting more and more difficult to qualify. And, and people come to us for all reasons. It, it, you know, they, they when they need cash and ultimately, you know, they, they don't want to wait. Nobody wants to wait they want to get it as quick as possible and if the rate is not that much difference why would anybody go through all that i mean many of us don't keep mortgages that long anyways i don't know that many people that have had a 30 year fix and they kept it for all 30 years yeah can you can you tell me that many people that have
0: no i mean it doesn't make any sense to do it because the rates 30 years ago were so much higher than they've been recently right so I just can't imagine not doing a refinance at some
1: point. <laughs> Everything changes. Everything changes. I mean, I, I, I'm one of those suckers that I usually go and I put it get a 30-year fix, you know, and I think, okay, I'm going to keep it forever. I don't. I don't. And I I keep like, you know, shooting myself. Why did I do that? I could have gotten a shorter term. But at the end of the day, our, our rates are great. And people come to us just to to get the cash they need for whatever they're looking to do in their life. Um lot most often I would say it, it's 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 uh people that need money to put into their business. Um but sometimes they are, are looking to uh just acquire more real estate, more investment properties, the fix and flip. You know, every now and then it, it, something comes across your 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 plate. And I find a lot of people they might find a uh a foreclosure in their neighborhood. Um, may, maybe um, somebody moved out uh, and the, the the people that are inheriting the house just want to dump it and they found a really great deal. So there may be a huge opportunity coming as well as more and more of the baby boomers um, go into assisted care living. I think we'll find there's a lot more opportunities for fix and flip.
0: Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. I agree with everything you're saying, actually. Well um why don't we talk why don't we just speak to the brokers out there? We're getting towards the end of our our, our show here, but i, I want to give you the opportunity if, if there's any brokers that are out there that are listening right now nationwide like
1: what what would you like to tell them before we close? I think the business purpose loan is is very easy uh it's It's a reliable paycheck uh If they want to focus on something that is sustainable, it's a reliable paycheck, the business purpose loan is where they should look. And and uh, I, I I've enjoyed the business. It's been a lot of fun, and it, it, it's not you're not like uh, blowing your brains out trying to qualify for somebody. It's much faster, much easier. Very cool.
0: Um, that's very good. I, I like the uh, the message. Uh, if any brokers want to connect with you, is there a preferred method like a email email or anything? So just reach out to you on LinkedIn. It's up to you.
1: Uh, Yeah, there is. Um, I mean, we have a full page ad in the Scotsman Guide under hard money. Uh, And in in addition, you can just go to our website, uh, equitywavelending.com and uh, reach out right there. Um, Or you can uh, email Jack at equitywavelending. And happy to help. I'm happy to build those relationships um we're we're here to help you make money and and we've got the experience i mean 30 years experience we've got the top talent to help you um and most importantly when we say we're going to do something we stand behind it
0: i love it jack that was a great discussion thank you so much and uh thanks for being on the show
1: my pleasure thank you richard
0: Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, please give us a five-star rating, subscribe, and tell all your friends about the show. We at Sales Boomerang started this podcast to elevate the mortgage lending industry by sharing the kind of exclusive insider knowledge from the successes and failures of the best of the best. The foundation of every successful lender is borrower retention. Sales Boomerang is the number one fully automated borrower retention system in the industry. One in two of the biggest lending companies in the United States use Sales Boomerang to make sure they reach out to their borrowers when they need a loan, and more importantly, before their competitors do. If you want to learn more about Sales Boomerang, check us out at salesboomerang.com.